Welcome to the Static Zone podcast, where we discuss everything you watch back when TVs... I gotta put this on another screen, because I look over and lose my <laughs> train of thought. Where TVs had a static snow cover channel before you popped in your VHS or switch over to channel 3. I am your host, so don't give me a jerk-off handjob. I'm Scotty Moe, and there's his Pizza Hut. It's Corey, a.k.a. Tornado Jones. I, Scotty didn't tell me what the intros were. He kept them off the docket. I wasn't ready for that first one. So That's why. <laughs> Hello, everyone. <laughs> Hello. Yeah, that oh, uh, just a reminder that I try I put quotes in of move of the movie that we watched for those things. Mm-hmm. They're not phrases that we would ever say. And you know, as you guessed it, we watched Gleam in the Cube. Uh, if any okay, so first, if anyone <laughs> got the guess from that, let us know on something. Cause yeah. that would be amazing. Otherwise, Mm-hmm. You're lying. So, <laughs> yeah, on, Kevin, sorry. Kevin, let us know because I'm pretty sure you're the only one that listens to this besides us. So. <laughs> Appreciate it. Appreciate I don't it, even though. listen to us. <laughs> hey, um, yeah, Gleam in the Cube, 1989, starring Christian Slater. It is a skater movie, skater slash uh, drama slash mystery. I saw it. Um, I mean, there is a mystery, so there, there are, uh, there's justice the, the to movie- be had. Uh, the movie can exist without skating is the thing. So <laughs> right, yeah. Uh shoot. You know, I forgot to do something but in my notes. So I'm going to send a picture in the Discord because if I try to open my email it's going to slow everything down cuz yeah, Chrome sure. is just magical like that. Um but yeah, so Gleam in the Cube, Christian Slater. Let's go down this cast first though. Um Stephen Bauer is played by Al Lucero. Uh you know what? I'm just going to name the people that are in bold because I kind of just listed the cast and I don't know yes. a lot of these. So you got Stephen Bauer, Ed Lauder, Peter Kwong, um, Christian Jacobs, and also the one and only Tony Hawk, as well as other skaters yeah. that I forget the names of. We'll mention as we go through here. Um, but Ed Lauder was in, uh, he is a very recognizable face. He has since passed, but basically a bald white dude with a long face. Uh, he was in Cujo, apparently, like the first Cujo. And also Star Trek Next Generation. And then I just Everybody's been on Next pasted, Generation. So. Yeah. I also just pasted a screenshot of other things he's been in. So if you look up this guy's face, you'll recognize him. But he was in Born on the Fourth of July, The New Centurions, My Blue Heaven, Revenge of the Nerds 2, Not Another Teen Movie. Apparently he was in The Office, ER, Murder She Wrote. So everything. Okay, yeah, sure. Family mm-hmm. plot, Death Wish Three, all that stuff. That yeah, the yeah. Big, when I hits. saw his face, I when I saw his face, I was like, man, he looks familiar. But I could not place what he was in at all. Yeah, I kept thinking he was a villain in like every movie I've seen or something. I don't know, but um, I mean, he's like the pseudo villain, like the household villain, kind of, kind of, yeah. And then uh, Stephen Bauer played. Uh, he was the cop in this film, but he was in Scarface. He's got another recognizable face. Uh, he f- felt like the most prolific actor in this whole thing like he was really good at being the douchebag 
adult cop in California. I was just going to say, he was just the best actor in the movie is what yeah, I felt probably. like. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah, he um, plays Angel in Scarface. I knew he was another one where I was like, I know this guy from something. And then when I saw in yeah. your notes, Scarface, I was like, ah, he's the guy that gets chainsawed in the bathroom. Okay. There you go. Yeah. Um, Spoilers. And uh, Peter Kwong, I want to mention, because his face immediately stuck out to me. And I was like, oh, he's one of the dudes that inspired Raiden in mm-hmm. Mortal Kombat. But he's one of the guys that like rides in on lightning and has a giant hat and spins forks around on his hands. So uh, big trouble in Little China. Check that out if you haven't seen it. But yeah, he's been in tons of other stuff too. So I think he might have been in one of the Rush Hour movies too. So maybe he's been in a bunch. I recognized his face when his eyes got wide. I was like, I've seen that before, and it's because he just does this (laughs) in Big Trouble in Little China. Yeah, just has the face. Yeah. and uh, and then also worth noting here is Christian Jacobs. He plays Gremick. Uh, don't he has one speaking line, and I totally missed it until Corey mentioned this right before we start recording. That is the lead singer of the ska pop punk uh, alternative band, the Aquabats. Um, yep. Which, if you've not seen them, they put on one of the best shows I've ever seen because they are so energetic and ridiculous. Um, it's a good time. They uh, a quick snippet example. They had a pizza, a slice of pizza pool float raft thing, and they put it into the crowd. And then mm-hmm. uh, a kid was on stage, so they put the kid on the raft, and then they started the song as this kid's crowd surfing on pizza, essentially. And the name of the song was The Future Is On Your Pizza. So <laughs> That's kind of cool. <laughs> it was ridiculous. Yeah, go That's see the awesome. Aquabats. Uh, and then Tony Hawk is in this. Um, he plays a dude named Buddy. So that's... yep. I yeah, and he actually had like speaking lines. He wasn't just like the skater reference advisor or whatever in this. Like know? he had the most lines out of the buddies. The cr- well, except for the dude that's like his except cue, for Yabo, like yeah. skater cue, cue skater or something that like so, gets his souped up board made for him. When I saw so this guy, this character has his room is not in the house. His room is that his is bedroom? in the yard. I thought it was just like the game room. He was also... sleeping in there. I mean, what does that mean? That's the same as a treehouse, you know? I mean, how, I mean, it, all the parents in this movie are definitely, like, got money. Like, so, right. Well, everybody does so in it, California. Yeah. But anyway, this, this subter- uh, the subterranean room is just in, like, the middle of their yard. They have to, like, crawl down, like, basically a manhole, and it has a small little mini ramp in it. And I was just <clears> like, <throat> this would be Scotty's ideal apartment, I think. Like, it's the, the Hey 90s. Arnold of 1980s yeah. bedrooms. Um, yeah, just in the ground instead of high up. So. Yeah, we'll talk about it. I don't want to talk about it too much because we haven't gotten through the preliminary stuff here yet. Uh, very professional here, you know. Um, yeah, right. The uh, I do have more to say about that room. Um, but no, the uh, <laughs> we can talk about the numbers for this. Uh, the weekend domestic sure. chart for n- January 13th, 1989, one day before my fourth birthday. Um, oh, man. In the top 11, this movie did not make it. So no. let's go down the list. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I was looking for it when I pulled up the website. I was like, oh, is it in here? And I was like, ah, yeah. no, it's not in well, here. Well, <laughs> yeah, so we got Rain Man, Twins, Beaches, The Accidental sure. Tourist, Working Girl, the Naked Gun from the Files of Police Squad, Mississippi Burning. Is that the first one? I don't. I don't I, know. I think it is. Uh, anyway, sorry, I thought they ahead. were up before that, but I do remember Naked Gun being more of a '90s thing, so maybe Mississippi Burning. It was Burning. based off of the TV shows. So. Okay. 
Uh, number eight, Deep Star Six, and then Dirty Rotten Scoundrels, Oliver and Company, and for some reason they mentioned number eleven, January Man. Um, I wonder though too if uh, it came this, out in January. So. Yeah, this doesn't have because we've had some lists that for whatever reason pop up like twenty or thirty-five results. This one, yeah. I wonder if they just didn't keep totals of any of these others beyond eleven. Probably, more than likely. <clears throat> yeah. I forgot Oliver about Oliver and Company. I do remember that movie. Yep. I don't know if it's any good though. So, uh, isn't that one of yeah, those not a is... Disney movie, but everybody thought it was? Something? No, it's by it's the distributors. Walt Disney. So oh, really, I don't know. Um, and then, but going this into was the pre-Lion numbers, King, so <laughs> yeah, going into the actual numbers, the budget and stuff. Uh, from what I could find, um, the budget actually. Wh- wait, did I have the budget? I don't think I did. Hmm. No, we never found the budget. We yeah, found they... the opening weekend and the domestic gross. Right. So yeah, opening weekend was seven hundred. Oh no, 000. we do have it. We do. Yeah, it's on the Wikipedia page. Granted, it's Wikipedia, mm-hmm. so take it with a grain of salt. But ten million. Oh, apparently the budget was ten million dollars. I don't know about Oof. that. Let me. There's a lot that... of big stuff that happens in this movie. Yeah, but for 1989, ten million translates to like fifteen million today, and that's crazy. Yeah, but... They were paying skateboarders a lot of money. So anything else here? Yeah, I guess so. Um, so we'll say ten million, but that'll also tell you how bad it did because domestic opening was seven hundred forty thousand seven hundred eight seven eighty dollars, and then the world. Wait, yeah, that was opening domestic, which is also worldwide because this didn't get a huge release. Was overall no. two million, uh, almost three million, like two million yeah, we'll seven hundred seventy-seven two eighty. Um, it's the, that's the bigger number I could find because Wikipedia says that, but something else said different that I can't find. Anyway, we don't know because it was the eighties, but this movie didn't do great, uh, which is a shame because it would have resonated, I think with the eighties or people. Yeah. Especially the night, especially the decade it was going into. Yes. Um, but yeah, so that's, that's the numbers there. Uh, and then Corey has a note here, PG-13 movies now and in the 90s. Take it away, Corey. Yeah, so this movie is rated PG-13, but in today's standards, I think it would probably be rated R because, like, people get shot, and there's squibs. Like, there's mm-hmm. blood splurts and all that stuff. There's an F-bomb. I mean, you, you basically back in the 80s, you were allowed, like, one F-bomb to be PG-13. But uh, I think well, there might be a couple in here. There's also another F bomb that's not the one you're thinking of. Is that's also in here because yeah. it was the '80s. So. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. No, I was thinking. Um, there's a part that we. So what streaming service did you watch this on? Uh, this is uh, free to watch if you have Amazon Prime. Okay, maybe that's where we saw it because we did watch it a couple weeks ago to see if like I watched it to see if it would have been a good thing for us to even discuss because i couldn't right. remember i just remembered christian slater and it's a skater and movie. skateboards so yeah, yeah i knew it <laughs> um so i was like i think this is good and when we watched it it was on a streaming service and we definitely heard the word fuck and i couldn't remember where but on the dvd because i did find the dvd on walmart.com and it got here real quick and boy howdy it looks like someone made it real quick because it is bootleg as hell um oh really yeah but uh, I'll mention the scene first when he's at <clears throat> a tomb when it, when he's at his brother's uh, tombstone. He says he's a screw Spoilers. up, but he 
like clearly is saying a fuck up because it says screw like there's a difference in how the mouth moves to say an ooh yeah, or yeah. An uh and so that part like we rewound it because it definitely he he definitely says fuck up but it censored it as screw up um and I'll have to uh look on that version yeah it was not expensive and i it said it was going to show up the friday before we recorded this so i was like cool I just want to get something that maybe has some bonus features and maybe something else right. to discuss. Read the back um, or something. Let like me that. show you the cover here, Corey. Even once yeah. it focuses. Uh, also, I, that's one of the. That. What? What is that? Yeah. What does that say? It's not gonna... recommended for mature audiences, and it yes, is it's not rated the M. M rating. Uh huh. Wait, what? That and uh, on the back here. Does that look what like? What the fuck is this, Scotty? This is a bootleg X DVD. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Um, on the back, it has three screenshots, and they're all grainy as hell. And it says, uh, below, like, it has a description, but then it says it literally has director, writer, stars, and it lists three people. Like, none of the other stuff you'd see for a movie. And then, below that, uh, duration 100 minutes, aspect ratio 4-3, so I was pretty pissed about that. Um, yeah. And it says here, warning, the copyright holder has, wait. Yeah, the copyright holder has licensed this film, including the soundtrack, on the condition that it is sold for private home use only. Any other use, including copying and broadcast in a public space, is a violation of the copyright holder's rights. It is licensed not for sale outside Australia and New Zealand. So, so long as I watch this only in our living room or, like, at a friend's house, <laughs> that's legal for the for a person to make a co- to bootleg the shit out of this. But if, like, sure. I went to a convention and, like, showed it in the convention hall or something, that's illegal suddenly. This is... Yep, and is. I didn't even show you the best part. Let me move that around and show you. What, how, how, what, what type of... You know, this is a skating movie. What type of artwork do you think would be on the disc, you know? It'd be a maybe a wheel or... Something. Yeah, you got wheels. Maybe that's the, a circle. The original theatrical poster on it or something like yeah, that? Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Let me show you what they went with. <laughs> it's a for audio listeners it is a white dvd that says gleaming the cube granted it. it's in i mean it looks like it would be on the cover of the movie oh that like is it's the, not uh... just like it's not just like comic sans but it's one step above it yeah like... they found a dot png image of the logo and slapped it on the fucking mm-hmm. disc that's it yep and then hey, it says DVD at least video. it's not a at least it's not a two-sided silver yeah, I hate those. I really do. They're really bad. I never um, know which side I put in. So, yeah, it's. I mean, this cover is good, but it is it's grainy as hell as well. But it Wait, says, did you when say you watched it in four by three? It all. Uh, we the yeah. PS4 auto played it in. Excuse me, it auto played okay. it in um, Zoom, and then I had to mess oh, with it okay. to make it play full or to stretch it at least, which it didn't really look that different. And I couldn't remember right. if we watched it in widescreen or not on the streaming version. Uh, was yours in it's widescreen? It's not on. Not a, the one I'm watching. No, it's okay. on. It's on um, four by three. Definitely. So, one of the things though we did notice, and I didn't even. I like. I, I think I was paying attention to taking notes too much. Uh, which, by the way, I took four pages worth of notes in this word Jesus doc. Jesus Christ! Uh, <laughs> but in our one hour thirty seven minutes, the film randomly switches to letterbox, like for like one quick scene, and I didn't notice. Rachel noticed. Because it, it was the scene where they're going through the tunnel, 
and they actually show yeah. the traffic in the tunnel. So I think I didn't notice because I thought like maybe that was the top and bottom of the tunnel that they're showing right. or something. But no, and it didn't go to widescreen. So it was still in 4.3, but it randomly had the black bars on the top and the bottom for just like not even a full second. But Sure. So we were going to check the online streaming version, but just forgot to before this. But I was just like, what the fuck? Cheap ass bootleg bullcrap is this? <laughs> like I was just Dude. amazed, and it's not good quality. That's some either. shit you would it's see not... in the, it, it, that. That's some shit you'd see in the late nineties, man. <laughs> oh yeah, it's not um, not good quality overall. It's definitely the like somebody because this did get a DVD release. There's no Blu-ray release. The DVD is almost in the triple digits. People are asking for, or I have seen it in the triple digits online. More okay. so the international, not international, but like the Spanish version. And there's a UK or a German version also. Uh, could not find the legit um, North American release uh, within a price range that I was willing to pay. So, <laughs> yeah, I don't know what that means, but I own it physically. But what is nice is the bonus stuff, everything that you find online. This is this is the DVD and they just ripped it onto a DVD to sell again. Yeah. So because yeah. there are bonus features and there are Easter eggs. This is like eggs, a two times transfer. <laughs> yeah. There are Easter eggs on it, whereas like there's an image of a skateboard on one of the menus. And if you hit left instead of going up and down through the menus, it'll take you onto the skateboard and you can click on that like an actual Easter egg menu Easter egg. Um, OK. Those are in this, which I find amazing for anything that was released in the 80s or 90s or the DVD wasn't released in the 90s. But you know what I mean? Um, right. That they would do that. So it's very quick snippets and stuff. There's really only like. I heard there's not a documentary on there minute, too. Yeah, it's five minutes long. There's there's seriously oh, okay. not even half an hour worth of extra content on this DVD. So they really not nickel and dime, but splice it up a bunch, piecemeal it. Um, so <clears throat> it was worth the twenty bucks to get here in time and this conversation, I guess. But I would rather own an. <laughs> Otherwise, actual... watch it on Amazon. <laughs> yeah, because you can find all the bonus stuff on YouTube. Yeah, it's. I mean, we yeah. watched some of the well that we didn't watch because I doubt that the stuff you, you shared with me was on the DVD. So that stuff we that we watched was like, oh, not we watched Tony an interview. Yeah. Yeah. Tony Hawk. And apparently I don't know when that video came out, but Tony Hawk got like met back up with Christian Slater, you know, probably a couple of years ago. Mm -hmm. And they were talking about gleaming. Apparently, Tony Hawk has a couple scars from the movie and all that stuff. Yeah. And Christian Slater was just like, man what the fuck were we doing in that movie? <laughs> like, <laughs> yep. So there's a yep. part that I, I don't know how, how are we doing this? Are we just going to bounce around topics and shit? Is that what uh, we're doing? We can. Um, I would, I should have said this earlier, but uh, definitely trigger warning for this movie because it does show a person hanged in it. Like, and they claim it as suicide. Um, yeah. But uh, so I want to mention that also because I, uh, this leads into, is this our first time seeing it? Or whatever. I saw this for the first time when I was home from school sick one day and it was on USA and then okay. Rachel and I watched it again recently I mentioned uh, before owning this and before deciding it was a topic for this podcast um, when they showed it I was like whoa I don't remember yeah. that and I was like you know what they probably didn't show that on public TV like in the middle no. of the day so that explains why I was also equally shocked yeah, because that's the way the scene works. Is she screams like it shows the the housekeeper lady's face, and she see you see her see it, right. and then she screams, and you're like, oh, it's just gonna cut to the next scene. No, it cuts to like it a little could. quick. Yeah, but that that would that's probably what the uh, the USA version did. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, but, and that's probably yeah, they might have it just specifically shows it. filmed it that way to do that too. Maybe I don't know, but what uh, I what what's real what really sucks about the scene prior to that is like okay the bad guys because you're like well they're just gonna kill him because he knows their plan or he's sniffing out the their whole plan death a little sucks. bit. It really sucks. It's shitty because it was accidental. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they didn't mean to, and you're just yep. like oh no, yep, damn it, Bobby. Funny. Is it Bobby? Yeah, <laughs> damn it, Bobby. Yeah, um, but uh. Yeah, trigger warning for that, though. Um, so this was not my first time seeing it, although one of my first impressions of my now fiance was she had a picture. You know how iPhone cases would have a hole to show the Apple, fucking Apple logo, yeah. if you bought a LifeProof sure. or a whatever OtterBox? Um, she had an OtterBox on hers, but instead of the Apple symbol, it was Christian Slater's face. So I was not sure what her fascination was with him. She just really likes the movie, Heather's. Uh, and some other stuff that he's done, but I I have introduced yeah. her to so many Christian Slater movies that are not great, uh, including this one. But or like not what he's known for, I should say, because I still right, enjoy right. this movie, think, but it's not one of his best. I think on that subject, we we should talk about Christian Slater because I think sure because I think Christian Slater is slated to <laughs> is <laughs> uh sl- <laughs> is slated uh, to be a skater. Pe- Christian Slater. Well, people in the '90s equivalent him to that's. They're Jack Nicholson. He's got very oh. Jack Nicholson esque like feet, like mannerisms and stuff like that. Just the way like he delivers his lines and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, man, Christian Slater was like such a big name, and then he kind of just fizzled out. And you're like, well, what the he kind of went to, to jail Slater? and turned into a piece of shit. Oh, did he? Oh, yeah. okay. That that that'll do it. <laughs> so, yeah, that was like it. that was how I learned his name. Was I had seen him in stuff before. But then I had heard of him going in and out of jail a couple of times. So I was like, who is this dirtbag if that's all he can do now instead of act? And that was kind of my right. introduction to him. But I'm sure he's not well, a person. I, I won't put him in the same vein as Eddie Furlong. But because no, Christian Slater's done successful things now. So. <laughs> yeah. To clarify, I've met Eddie. I've met him and it was not a good experience. Don't meet your hero. Oh, that's right. That, 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 that wasn't this podcast. Not so. that he was ever my hero, but I was excited to get him to sign the fucking Blu-ray copy of Brain Scan. Uh, he's kind of a dirtbag, unfortunately. So maybe Hollywood did that to yeah. him. I don't know. Uh, not a pleasant right. experience. Um, right. So was this your first time seeing it then? It sounds like it. Yeah, this was my first time seeing it. It was, uh, I didn't know what to think about this movie at first. I don't think I, I said like, that to the right thing. Nope. You got, you, you got to choose the right chat, man. In Discord, Sorry. So. That's all right. People will wonder what's going on in our world. Uh, I'm sending this yep. picture to you now that I forgot about, um, which we can continue actually, or we can mention now because that's one of the DVD menus, but, uh, okay. Yeah, all right, I guess I will uh-huh. since I've derailed this. Uh, literally on one of the DVD menus, and then special right. features, it lists, you know, trailer, making of, cast and crew filmographies, behind the scenes. Then you can go back to the main menu. Then on the screen, it says film facts. Like, it's just random, like, we thought to put these on here, too. It says the other titles it went as, also known as A Brother's Justice uh, and State That's or Die. That's a good name. Yeah, but it doesn't tell you anything about the scene of the movie like the the theme of it all right not the theme of it the, well the... it would do better than the movie poster which just spoils the movie for you right like the first thing that happens and you're like oh okay because i mean surprise i was looking for the movie poster for our layout and i was just like man 
there's a Scotty's DVD cover popped up and I was just like, that doesn't look like the original one at all. So I just started looking through everything and I was like, so the original poster for this is doesn't even have Christian Slater or Tony Hawk or anybody on the front. No, it's almost it's like a, a very, yeah, it's like, looks like someone on a skateboard coming into frame from above. So yeah, it's like just, it their would feet be like the, the beginning of a dramatic entrance or something. Yeah. And it's just like, I guess a sky background and it says, I think it's the same thing that you said. Uh, all, all he cared about was gleaming the cube until the, the night they killed his brother. And it says gleaming the cube. And you're just like, what the fuck is this movie? Cause no one knows what gleaming the cube means. Yeah. <laughs> well, if you get the DVD, you'll hear all about that because they have the cast and crew say what it is. So it is literally like doing something you really enjoy to the point that you get in the zone and you just kind of forget about everything else happening around. Right. You. Uh, but, but they, they never, they, I think they say the phrase once in the movie. Maybe one of the songs is named gleaming the cube. Right. <laughs> but we can't forget about the other song. Brother to brother. Where are you going? Yeah. That's that good sounds stuff. like some double dragon neon shit. So. Yeah, that's, that's going to be the closing song in this podcast. Don't worry, everybody. But I wanted to tell you that that is not the only definition of gleaming the cube now. Oh, great. Is it like some drug term or something? No, 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 no. It's, it is on Urban Dictionary, but it's not gross or anything. But the Urban Dictionary definition of gleaming the cube is something failing so bad that you end up seeing the brilliance in the failure. And it's a reference to the movie Gleaming the Cube because it's what? a movie as a whole. Yeah, it means that uh, let me I have it pulled up here because I want to tell you the exact here it is. It's actually gleaming the cube. And as the def as the Urban Dictionary says, to fail so badly that there is brilliance in the failure, a phrase coined by cinema abattoir bloggers in reference to a 1989 movie starring Christian Slater. Okay, then to go by that logic, that's like Manos, Hands of Fate. It's so fucking shitty that people love it yeah you know stuff like that's that. what it, 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 that's exact every anything ed wood ever did is the same thing <laughs> mm. all right so most of our library that we've discussed on this show has gleamed the cube let's change the podcast name uh <laughs> it already exists i looked it up so <laughs> oh there's a podcast called that already called i think it's called gleaming the cube yeah gleaming oh. the cube podcast well good for them because so. it didn't pop up when i was looking up everything for this movie <laughs> uh maybe that just means their uh their seo score is not that great (laughs) did you was your internet accidentally sending you in the future to when we post this episode no wait so it was hold on i'm holding uh i'm trying to so maybe maybe it isn't uh there's something on audible said what the plot of this movie is and we've already been it's fine don't worry never mind no i was wrong the podcast is called wait rewind that and their episode was on gleaming the cube so it's not gleaming the cube is not yeah so write gleaming the cube down for a podcast title because we got it if we take the second definition then it sums up everything that we've ever done in our lives okay (laughs) got it got it got it got it all right i'm claiming the domain (laughs) I've, i've bought the domain name we're good to go no, I'm kidding. Good. I've got the social medias done, uh, you know so what? nobody can get this from www.gleamingthecube.com. Let me see where that takes me. Let's let just, me know if that's just... a porn site. So. The internet, or I mean, the audio might hitch up for a skin. Uh, oh, GoDaddy tells me this domain is available for sale. Oh, uh, how much is it? 
Hold on. This I movie's think, great, by the way, everyone. I so. think you need to fill in information to oh. get the cost. Um, yeah, it's oh yeah no. Keep it says fill out the form below. One of the one of our domain experts will have a price to you mm. within twenty four business yeah, sure. hours. I bet it's fucking Danica Patrick or someone. So yeah, whatever. Uh, just say Pay attention to our social medias after the next weeks after this uh, episode comes out, and you'll know. So. Yeah. Hey, maybe we'll uh, touch base with that other podcast. We can do a crossover. Um, wait, sure. I don't back. even know. That's a good name. Uh, I don't even um, know. It is. Because that is how yeah. most of our viewings happen when we watch, at least when <laughs> well, Rachel and I watch this stuff. Their episode was only 31 minutes, so. Oh, shit. We beat them. <laughs> we won. <laughs> we win. We win. Yeah, we are the wieners. So no, the do we want to go base by base on, or scene well, for we, scene? No, I mean we have not even described the plot at all yet of this story. Maybe we should get yeah. Read the it, wait. That's what I was going to ask you. Does the back of that DVD have a synopsis? Yeah, it does. Or synopsis? We could say what okay. it is, but I'll read it. Brian's adopted brother is killed when he discovers that the shop he works in sends weapons to Vietnam instead of medications. To the police, it looks like suicide, but Brian knows better, so he skates off to investigate the murder himself. <laughs> It never credits who is who. It doesn't say Christian Slater played as played by or whatever. Sure, Christian Slater from whatever other movie. So right. Wow. Okay. Yep. 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 Sure. Uh, oh, I forgot the girlfriend in this is from something else I saw recently, and I can't remember what now. But I think Karate uh, Kid. I think she's in one of the Karate can Kids. We, can we talk about? Well, I guess we could talk about that relationship because it was a little weird to me at first, and I don't know where more. it's going to end up. Yeah, so, so to clarify if it hasn't ahead. been already, Kristen Slater is the skater brother that is left behind. Not well, he kind of is dead left beat. behind. Yeah, yeah, uh, he's a piece of shit according to society, and um, his brother is killed, and they make it look like a suicide. He doesn't believe that at all, so he does some skitching. Uh, basically, becomes <laughs> a real life version of the game Shenmue for a second, and tries to investigate this murder. Hold on, I have to see my notes because when he did that, I said yes, kitchen. <laughs> yes, you did. I mean, that was your note. Do you have to refer to that? <laughs> no, that's all I said. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and he did. there was more than one time skitching happened in this movie, and it made me so happy. Yeah, I've never I, done every, it before. Every time that happened, I was just like, "That is dangerous as hell." I hope no one tried that after watching this. Um, uh, fortunately, probably many people did. So. I'm sure, but like the fact that he's like skitching behind a fucking bus where and or a porsche going like 70 miles an hour <laughs> yeah but i was telling rachel i'm like the worst that can happen is like that bus runs over a rock that's nothing to the wheels of a bus that go round and round but like yeah. if that same rock went under one of his skateboard wheels <laughs> it just went die. forward yeah. yeah yeah he'd either biff it or suddenly have no legs because that's what he'd be dragging um yeah definitely so let's see here Fine, it's let movies. me get some of my things in order uh um, my first note is, you know, you know, just skating where the airplanes land. No big deal. I That's, had a note on that, too. So uh, I was like, I you said, you know, what's that. cool airplanes and skaters get on the tarmac. I mean, in the movie's defense, it's like biplanes. So it's not like commercial airplanes, but still. Yeah. Like. It's. I was like, like the minute it popped up and they were skating because they're skating like in the distance, and you're just like, wait, airplanes, yeah, that wait, wavy, like, what are they doing? <laughs> almost identical start to the wizard, how it's just like barely yeah. focused in the background as the main character and stuff, you know? 
So and he's just you see him. It takes him ten minutes to get in focus to the camera. So, uh, no, yeah, that uh, that's when we first we because I see Tony Hawk's in the movie. He's mm -hmm. like we said, he plays a very vital role, but he doesn't have the most talking points, buddy. But man, seeing him, watching him in the interviews now, and then seeing him back then, because I think he, when he did this movie, he said when he was talking to Christian Slater, he had just graduated high school, like he had just okay. got done with high school. And so he is a baby-faced Tony Hawk, like, mm -hmm. and he's got like an emover before emovers were a thing. Uh, I I equate that more to a surfer look. I guess he's got the he works at Pizza Hut. Pizza Hut fucking poured money in this movie apparently because there he's just well, like in when they're so they. I don't know about that because the '80s, like even Mac and me, people would talk about like you didn't have to get an endorsement or sponsorship. You just would you ask just companies, "Can we just have your logo in here?" And they'd be like, "Yeah, sure." That was before deal after deal after deal had to be struck and like red tape galore to get something in. Right. So I wouldn't be surprised if Pizza Hut just literally gave them a truck and that was it. That's true. <laughs> also, I don't ever remember Pizza Hut having branded pickup trucks as I, their delivery service rachel asked so. me about that too and i was like oh no they've they've done that the people you know before the internet and shit there was some crazy ads and and mm. stuff to attract like just make yourself stand out in some way shape or form so i'm annoyed sure so. yeah exactly so yeah but that was an intro huh yeah so they the reason they're on the tarmac is they're trying to find a person they know to take them up into a plane so they can fly over la or wherever they're at and to look for empty pools so they Gotta can skate the in them. Mm -hmm. And that's when Tony Hawk's like, there's my Pizza Hut. Instead of just, that's a throwaway line that you could just go to the next scene. They're like, well, Pizza Hut! And they hold on it for a second. Because so I guess they, it makes sense. Well, it, it, it's attached to everyone saying, hey, there's my mom's house and my dad's house. Yeah. And then, you know, there's my house. There's my Pizza Hut. You dummy. <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah, he's. I think he's supposed to be just like a... He's not even supposed to be like stupid, but he's just—I guess—just just loyal, just a loyal buddy is what it is. <laughs> yep, that's why. It's, maybe that's where his name came from. That's what he's his character's name. Christian Slater looks great in this movie. They have nailed his '90s style. Yeah, flannel. I, I should have uh, bleached my hair and stuck it straight up to get more into the zone for this. I mean, I could have. I definitely mm -hmm. could have. So. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, uh, something. Yeah, it's never mind uh, the fact that he doesn't actually cut his hair at all in the scene that he's apparently cutting his hair. He just slicks it back real good. Yeah, so. and also his uh, brown roots are kind of like not as brown anymore. So you're just like, sure, mm -hmm. that was a weird thing. That was actually pretty smart because throughout the whole movie, there it's established in the beginning that Christian Slater's character is very cynical just about life in general. Yeah. I think we have at one point where his son, or not his son, his brother was like, well, what are you, what's going to happen in 30 years? He goes, well, we're going to be blown up in 30 years. Because, surprise, uh, there's a lot of communism going on in this movie. Just like, uh, you know, because it's it's based off of, or it's uh, got events of, tied uh, to Vietnam and all yeah, that. So Because his, his stepbrother who gets killed is Vietnamese. We have to point yeah, that he's out adopted. Well, if people yeah. hearing this have never seen the movie. Because that is, like, the key point in this, that he's not... Uh, just another piece of shit white kid like Christian Slater, I guess, you know? Yeah, he's the smart one. They, But I like how they're playing chess with each other and all that stuff. But it's established where he's just like, well, what if we're not here? And like, what if we're not blown up? What are you going to do then? He's just like, I don't know. So, uh, yeah, what was the line? I don't know what's worse, uh, waiting for nuclear war or that the fact that there's a 7-Eleven on every corner. 
Yeah, and I was like, I was like oh, shit. Uh, like, I'm pretty sure nuclear fallout is a little worse than commercialism, but what do I know? You know, I don't, or capitalism, is it, is not it commercialism. Scotty? Is it Scotty? So. <laughs> oh, Lord Almighty. But, yeah, it's established that he's like, you know, he's the outcast and all that stuff. But and uh, mm-hmm. but I like that he's smart. Like, people don't listen to him because adults, he's like, it's us against adults. It's kind of like, it's yeah. kind of very hackerish a little bit. Well, and, that's the uh, same idea. Hackers are just nerd punks. Yeah, it's basically what it is. But that's the really smart decision that he decides to do. He's like, hey, people aren't, like, uh, his brother's girlfriend. Nobody's listening to me. He's been trying to go to the cops. Yeah, because yeah. of the way I look. So he's like, I'm going to make right. myself look a little bit nicer and more what they want so I can get the information i want that's a fucking smart thing to do this would work i cannot emphasize yes. how fucking dumb and shallow society is because when i used to it work at a 100 work when i used to work at a bank and i would be done with my shift and i would forget that i still have a tie on from my work day i'd yeah. every every time i would i was buying something or whatever the clerk who was checking me out would call would address me as sir because i had a fucking mm-hmm. tie on and i'm like yep. what is wrong with you people you know. I mean, it happens now with my job. I dress business casual throughout the day, but I usually, at the end of the day, bring a change of clothes with me, and I'm in, like, vans and basketball shorts, and they're just like, oh, you look a lot different. I'm like, yeah, I'm off now. So, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> and I just walk out. And so. uh, that was also, no, that's like, kind of, what's interesting with that is um, the time, I, w- I, I worked in GameStop for a while, but I saw their transition of dress code, their, the drastic transition, because when I started, yeah. we were required to wear a polo, at least a polo, something with a collar, and um, not dress pants, but dressier pants, and we were supposed to have dress shoes, which I started, but then I got away with just by buying black tennis shoes. Um, yeah. But that changed to, yeah, that changed to, oh, you can wear any of the t-shirts we sell to oh you can just wear something related to games essentially um just dress how you would when you play video games like yeah and it was i don't know why they didn't see that earlier because when you walk into a video game store you don't want to uh, approach the dude that looks like he's selling used cars you want to find the guy that's dressed like you or person yeah so yeah i mean that's the same i used to work at walmart back when you had to wear the navy blue polos and the khakis and now Everyone just you can wear basically anything that doesn't say fuck you on the front of it and you just wear a, a vest yeah, over it. So. Right, so long as you have a vest on. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. But so yeah, uh, the movie's what the great. Hell are we talking so. about? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, gleam the police. We can gleam the cute. We're in the zone, man. We're just in the fucking zone. Fuck society. <laughs> yeah, we here we go. It. Here we go. Right? Uh so, speaking of that uh, though, when they were uh after they find the pool and they're skating around, one of them super biffs it and they have to call the paramedics and then the cops are I like, like that scene too. Them. Yeah. Yeah. This is the most like skaterish, like totally relatively true to life. Cause you just get, yeah. you see all that shit with skateboarding. It's not a crime and everything because they were getting so hassled. And then as they're leaving, one of the skater punks goes like uh, after the cops just giving them shit, he's uh, skater punk is like, uh, tension zing Heil. And then the scene cuts. Yeah. So. yeah you're just like, well, I like that scene too because yeah, they could it could have been very predictable. They could have just been right. like, "What are you guys doing in here?" They got caught. No, it's like, "Ah, oh, we fucked up. Now somebody's hurt, so now we have to call somebody." And the and you're the, like, oh, man. the owner of the house that wasn't home, he's like, "Can I sue them? Can I sue their family? Can they sue me?" You know. Yeah, yeah it was very he was very like uh, he had he had less than 5 minutes that and he made was... himself noticeable. If there was not a scene more 90s than most of the 90s, it was that one because everyone and their mother was Sue happy in the 90s. 
for those. Yeah. Also, too, I like the, the 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 investigators are like, who are these people? And he's like, those are my neighbors. Are going, God, get out of here! Like yeah, they're cats yeah. or something like that. <laughs> Fucking rubberneckers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So no, it's uh, it's pretty good. I mean, it's got. I will say that the chase scene that happens at the end happens a little too long. Oh, like yes. it's it's well, like a 10 minute overall, fucking chase scene like so. the movie kicks in real fast but then it immediately slows down slows and the middle down, of it is yes. just so dragged out and a lot of it makes sense but it really could have been shorter and then it picks the fuck up after uh probably once he gets his new skateboard made i'd say then it's kind of non-stop yeah yeah but even then like uh, that's well, kind of still a slow build you know i mean up till then because you're just like there was a point when i was watching the movie where i was just like what why the fuck are we still doing this like we already have enough information to proceed like why do we need this extra scene or something like that Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. i don't know it was i do like this i knew something was gonna happen to the brother just because i'm like i think i i didn't know anything about the movie but i'm like Something's happening to this guy. But also, you, so, if you watched any trailer, the brother was maybe in the trailer or not at all. So it's like yeah. something's going to happen. Well, like I said, the movie poster, they say like, but his brother dies. You're like, okay, that's maybe that's a spoiler. They don't they they intend to spoil because they're just like it's in like the first 15 minutes, 15, 20 minutes, somewhere around there. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I didn't I purposely didn't send that to you because I really wanted you to go into this blind because from from like this cover that I have where it's um christian slater that, and a cop car behind terrible. him in the rain i think this is magical and it's got like the cop above him drawing his gun and then uh him just doing a grab on the lip of a half pipe or something this looks ridiculous but you also cannot tell what the movie's actually about other than there are police and, and a skateboard in it <laughs> yes that's it uh so yeah I don't know. I will say because there were many parts in the movie and I like watching those videos you sent over because mm. I was like, Christian Slater is not fucking skating in this movie. He's just not doing it. He and was, then though. come to find out he was yeah. uh, Tony Hawk said that they like, I think he said six months before filming started that Christian Slater was just like, Hey, teach me how to like skate fluidly. Not like perfectly. Cause you know, we only have six months. But and then Tony was like, too, we have to make we had to make sure that Christian was like comfortable on a board. Yeah, because, because there's very look different. Yeah. Well, just popping it, like picking up a skateboard, like has a specific way when you are a yeah, skater. If you've never done that before. You're going to thrash your leg real good or it's just going to like flip away from you. It's yeah. going to be noticeable. So I get props to Christian Slater on that, uh, yeah. but there are parts where, especially the warehouse scene where he's technically, I mean, he's gleaming the cue, which he's getting in the zone. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, this is a bad wig. I don't know who's 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 stunt doubling for him right now, but apparently part of that scene was fucking Rodney Mullen. For yeah. people that don't know, the, the street, like, god guru of skateboarding, like any t- like any manual tricks that you see, and people aren't going to really know what this is unless you know about skateboarding. It, right. Rodney Mullen invented it. Like if, that's yeah, just what he if, did. If I mean, people know the name Tony Hawk. He is to vert what Rodney Mullen is to street skating. If that exactly kind yeah. of puts it on, like explains how good he is at it. Um, to and go he back showed to, us some awesome shit in the movie. <laughs> yeah, it's cool. I, I I wish that that stuff was like in the X Games. But how would you adequately score? the stationary tricks and crap you know like i don't know how they used to that's what skateboarding competitions used to be Uh, yeah yeah. (laughs) that's what Um, original there was no vert back in the day we didn't even mention why like we're talking about a skateboard movie and the next one's going to be rollerblading it's because the x games are happening this month yeah Yeah. they haven't yet (laughs) 
but I was like, man, I gotta, I, I remembered this movie. We need to talk about it. Um, but I want to go back real quick to uh, how sure. you predicted what his brother was gonna do. Um, the thing is, though, like, and I have written here, uh, his brother. What was his brother? Was it Vinny, Vin, or I forget Vin. now. Vin, Vin uh, Kelly. Vin yeah, Kelly. Their last name's Kelly. Um, like, I have wr- written here, uh, brother. He likes chess and he's good at school, has a job. We don't know much about him, but I don't feel like he's a person who would break into a place and take pictures suddenly unless he got fired. I couldn't tell if he got fired in that scene or not also. No. Um, so what it is, I feel like video they're rental trying store. I don't know. <laughs> it's a Vietnamese vin- uh, video rental store. So it's a it's a little bit different it's all yeah that wait yeah that makes sense it's a video rental store but they're shipping medical supply wait what like uh-huh i don't sugar. know is it a dollar store anyway, i don't know they got everything here back to back to vin he like i guess it personifies the very like academic like driven and anxiety because there's a part where he just started smoking and you're just oh, like okay yeah. he's stressed that obviously so like weird but like being the, 80s, the perfect child is very stressful yeah everybody smokes yeah but i could see that but maybe it's just like he just couldn't let it go and i mean ultimately what gets him killed so also can we so he writes something on a piece of paper because he's figured out that the the the, the weight of what they're shipping medical supplies to the vietnamese not the vietnamese communist relief fund uh they the the weights are like way heavier than they should be for medical supplies yeah and then come and to find out they're shipping guns and all this other and ammunition and all that shit so, so he thought um this makes more sense if uh if you know that when you ship something freight, then at that point it's based on the yes. weight, uh, yeah. and so the contents gets thrown out the window. Uh, there and back then there probably wasn't a whole lot of security around it. I mean that's basically the plot for Beverly Hills Cop as well. Yeah. Um, but uh, <laughs> so he figured out like medical supplies doesn't weigh this much, so somebody's screwing us somewhere, you know, or that's yeah. what he thought. So he brought it to his boss, and, and his boss, who is his girlfriend's father. So you're just like, okay, this guy's also not going to do anything bad. But yeah. Yeah, yeah. You're just I like, cannot that's imagine, the other thing I was going to say. I, I just thought about that. I cannot imagine working for like a high, any of my high school girlfriend's dads and not like shitting myself every day at work or something, you know? Yeah, and he was late that day, so I would never be late. He's got this that off- moped's also, not fast also, enough. Awesome-ass <laughs> moped. I've always wanted a moped or a Vespa, whatever, wherever you, whatever the difference is between them. But uh-huh. yeah, this guy, this is very very california 90s 80s 90s with the moped and uh but no yeah i'm still thinking about the movie place now and i'm just like what the fuck oh did that not it it doesn't make sense it's like it was just shelves of like they're not books because of the way they're labeled it was very strange had to be like vietnamese movies or something like that so sure but my thing was so that's what i was saying was he was doing all this research on a piece of paper Mm-hmm. And uh, when he mm-hmm. dies, I d- was there a scene that shows him putting that piece of paper in that wooden box? No. Mm-mm. Okay, because oh, I was, was like, what was the cut. fuck did the paper end up there? Because Christian yeah, Slater he... finds it. I'm like, what? Yeah, why the hell wouldn't he have had that on him while he's searching? Or maybe under the know. chessboard or something? Like something more relevant? <sighs> yeah, it was, uh, yeah. I, it might have been from a scene that was cut from the movie, maybe, or something. I don't know. We'll have oh. to wait for the Shout Factory Blu-ray release, you know? Oh, you know I'm buying that shit, so. Yeah. 
I just got the uh, Amazon just had a sale on Criterion Collection stuff, so I got mm. Fast Times at Richmond High and Videodrome on sale. So. Oh wow! There you go. Yeah. Um, this is uh, let's see here. I'm trying to look at my notes so we don't get totally, totally lost here. Um, yeah, not 100% lost. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I love how I have to pick apart some things, like when Tony Hawk is leaving the Pizza Hut and he just chucks three pizzas in the bed of his truck. I'm like, those are not staying in place on the way to this person's house. <laughs> That's the point. Like, yeah, I like, like that. Fuck it. Whatever. Skate life. He doesn't um, care. It's just a job. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and then the next scene or at, at some point, it's definitely not the next scene, but like when um, the brother dies and uh, Christian Slater finds the paper that we were talking about, but it's all in uh, right. Vietnamese. He goes down the strip mall on his skateboard, like, skates right into a like a i think one point it was a laundromat uh, he's looking through um but yeah. he's just asking people left and right can you translate this not not introducing not saying hello just like walking up and literally saying like i was yeah. and Look i didn't even think about this but rachel's like this is like shenmue i'm like oh my god it is <laughs> <laughs> scotty is if he didn't love them if you didn't love the movie already you instantly loved it more than so, so dumb and and to, <laughs> like, if he would race the duck like <laughs> yeah it's and as if we aren't being niche enough with some of the bullshit we're saying shenmue is an open world game from dreamcast era where the main character literally would have a piece of paper and be like do you know any chinese people that speak chinese and just hand this to them and be like please help you know so that's what <laughs> um different yeah, times but, with video games is what i'll say so what's that I said different times when it oh, comes to video times. games. Yeah, 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 yeah. Equally racist as this movie is. But anyway, uh, the... yeah, oh, I, that was one of my notes is okay. uh, the guy that Stephen Bauer, uh, who plays the detective that's kind of on Christian Slater's side for most of, most of the movie. Which is very uh, confusing was... that he is at any point. But yeah, sure. Sure. Yeah. I don't know. Sure. And I like I was like, there's going to be racism in this movie just because it's the 80s and it's not white people. Right. And someone not makes entirely. a racist comment in the beginning, and yeah. they squash that shit right away. And he's just like, because uh, there's like three solid racist parts in this movie. I feel like if that's included in one of them. So the part I was thinking about was the hotel owner. Oh yeah, that yeah 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 uh, yeah where he just owner, he's or you just mean like, the 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 um Jesus Christ the look the he, he's the guy lady? that says I don't know yeah no it was the 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 guy that was like the front desk guy because he's like I don't know they're Chinese and he goes oh. and the detectives like they're Vietnamese he goes he goes they all look the same to me he goes well they're not and he I was just like okay oh, I like that right. they squashed it yeah 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 that that was I do remember that now yeah the other one I was thinking of is when um he when he just uh gracefully skates and like falls into gravel and then slams into the the um the hotel cleaning lady's cart and he's yeah. like hi and then he says that yeah. he's the kid's brother that was killed and she's the one that found him uh hang yeah and she's like don't joke about this shit i was like you could have easily said my stepbrother my or anything else brother. like thought of anything else you dumbass yeah but um you could have I mean, also, he's probably not thinking clearly and all that stuff. And then there's another super racist part, which we will not repeat on this podcast. Um, just look it yes. up. It's pretty bad. It did not need to be it. And he didn't need to say it verbatim what the kid was threatening or whatever, whatever, whatever. But um, yeah, it's intense for like a split. There's second. another part. There's another part where the daughter is like 
like blank. Oh yeah. It. Like, well, what? I can't date American boys. What you guys want to talk about not being racist, but then you're racist at behind closed doors. And I was like, good on you. So, yeah. Oh. That was weird. That was dumb. Um, that's I mean, what's that weird. Just... She was the girlfriend of her brother, and then they start getting close, but they never like kiss or anything. Which I guess is a it's that's nice that they don't so do that. So fucking du- uh, odd. So fucking bizarre. Not any part of it felt sincere. I guess it propels strange. the story, though. It has to propel the story, but it's well, still I mean, she weird. literally. This was when Christian Slater's character was being smart, dressing up, and not dating, but like hanging out with pretty Friends. much a date. Yeah, um, yeah. with his dead brother's girlfriend whose dad is involved in this uh weapons ring but yeah it's like you he is not interested in her he's just trying to ease his way into this sleazy dude's uh goings-ons but then yeah entirely and then she starts to she like comes to him for help when she has to leave the house and then he garners interest in her somehow. And the end of the movie is like, don't go back to school until I'm back. We can go back together. And we're, and li- no because joke. Because they both been after, through so much shit, I guess. So. After he said that line, Rachel and I at the same time just go weird. <laughs> like out loud yeah. as we're watching the it's movie. Just, it's, it's just weird. I get why yeah. it's there because it has to propel the story of the movie, but it's just weird. Even yeah. like, I mean, it was there in were the multiple movie. Time, like both times that we watched this, she probably didn't remember she said this the first time. My fiance said to me, she's like, if you died, I would not suddenly date Paul, who is my brother. So I'm like, yes, <laughs> this is fucking bizarre. What if, yeah, it would be like if I died and then my wife started like dating my brother and you're just yeah. like, wait, what? Like, yeah. that's weird. But, uh, the 80s, you know, uh, someone yeah. killed him. I got to make out with you. Like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, right. But, uh, that's about I was I was even during the slow parts, the movie had my attention the entire time like yeah it during the super parts there's not any super slow parts um and uh the uh, we gotta mention the one line where the dude that um the dude that accidentally kills uh vin bobby try meets with the other mobster uh, weapon bad he meets guys. with their we'll boss the with his guys. bosses yeah yeah and there, he has a gun, and he's basically trying to like threaten, like give me money and give me a ticket out of this country because I am in deep shit no matter what because of how sloppy this was. And they're like yeah. trying to calm him down and talk him, and he literally says, "Don't give me a jerk off hand job." And I'm like, "Uh." <laughs> I was like, "What? I think those are redundant." Like, <laughs> yeah, that's an oc- either that or an oxymoron sure. or both. I don't know. Um, but again that's another thing like you can get away with saying that in a pg-13 movie in the 80s so oh, yes oh yeah 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 this is not i want like i i honestly legitimized the shitty dvd cover with with that fake rating on it i was like uh maybe yeah. this is before the rating system kicked in and then maybe. Uh, nope i will not. say no nudity we didn't get any gratuitous yeah nudity. there could have been some in, in for like, no totally reason, could. But... uh even the posters in the in the department or the ins- inspector's apartment they were not like just full nudie. They were just like pinup posters with clothes on. And I'm just like, okay. Wait, so I see what the, I guess. Apartment. Are you talking uh, about he? Well, when, an apartment. Yeah. Um, That wasn't the inspector's apartment. That was. Um, uh, was that. Was that Bobby's? See, I thought the first time that was the inspector's apartment. But this time watching it, uh, we it was clearer because in the background, there's like Asian posters and different um, oh, okay. things like that. So that is Bobby the Killer's apartment that they are visiting gotcha. because Christian Slater gets that piece of paper with phone numbers on it. 
that was and then he right right right, yeah, right. right. I, I, no i i don't blame you for the confusion because i okay. took technically three viewings for me to understand that so <laughs> it's yeah. fine it's fine yeah so. it went it, it 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 zips around real quick and then he just walks in boy and i it. think the reason i didn't second guess it was because back then people did have their doors unlocked all the time so i thought he just you know walked in sure um so, but uh, yeah else, before we get away from the uh, hotel motel whatever it's called it's called Atomic Age, which is a very weird name for a hotel. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, why does that stick out to me? Because I, I swear, I'm like, that's either the name of like a comic shop or something I've heard somewhere before. And I couldn't right. place it. And then it took watching it again last night. I was like, oh, my gosh, Turner's Atomic Age. And I realized that was the name of a local retro shop in a town I used to live in. And that was what he got the name okay. of his store for. And I'm like, what the fuck? Because I never thought any. Oh, he got it from the movie. He had to have, because it like I don't know, but it was just literally called Turner's Atomic Age. In your in your canon, in your canon, yeah, it's that, yeah. In my head canon, yeah, but but well, I mean that's the only other time I've seen Atomic Age. It's it sounds like it could be a comic shop, honestly, but um, Atomic Age podcast. So (laughs) yeah, that's the other sideshow we're starting, uh, and and that one. (laughs) Um, but uh, no, I just I had to mention that because it. It was one of those aha moments for myself. Um, gotcha. And then Minch, the, below that in my notes, I've got Brian's. I, I literally have <laughs> Brian's friend fucking rad place in the background, backyard underground next to the pool. And uh, <laughs> I notated it because it reminded me entirely of the lair in the movie Turbo Kid. If you've seen that. Um, I've heard of that movie, but I'm oh, not that's right it. up your alley. I'm very surprised you haven't seen that. I heard either. like the, the 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 gore is like over the top in it. So yep. I might have to check it out. Yep. Uh, yeah, that's right up your alley. Um, it's like one a- of those really bad covers, though. So I worked it. I think I worked Purposely. at Hastings when that movie. Yeah. When that movie came out, I was like, ah, it's just another shit movie. It's so I just didn't old. watch it. It's a post-apocalyptic 90s where everybody rides bicycles uh and turbo kid is the hero that's all i can say without cool next episode so (laughs) um yeah oh i'm I'm, there are so many that that thing blew up in popularity real quick so we would not be we'd be like podcast number 50 that's talked about it thunder pants that's the other movie that i was trying to remember thunder pants is you should i'm not going to tell you anything about thunder pants you should look it up so um yeah, but that, uh, well, that doesn't help my discussion point, then, if you haven't seen that movie. But that's exactly what his room is like in Turbo Kid. <laughs> sure, there we go, perfect. He's like, Lair, because so. it's underground, and it, and it looks like it, it's just concrete. Well, the reason I thought I didn't think too differently of it, I this is my brain just letting it go so that I can just keep watching the movie. Because um, you mentioned he has a half pipe in the... We can't do anything in the half pipe. Bedroom, yeah, no, it's, it's just to, like, maybe practice your balancing. But, like, the... I thought like, oh yeah, it's near the pool. This is just like part of the sewer that he turned into his bedroom. It's just a big pipe, you know. That's what I thought. Sure, uh, sure, it's fine. Don't worry yeah. about it. <laughs> and never mind the fact that like to have that bed in there means you would have had to brought it down plank for plank and assemble the thing down there because that's not going to fit down no, the ladder. Don't think to... about it. Don't yep, think see, about here it. Here we are. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, don't think about it. It's movie. definitely movie definitely magic. one of the. If we had like a top ten cool tree houses slash kids bedroom bedroom hangout hq thing that would be in it i think i feel i mean that um, and the fucking monster squad one so yes monster squad is still top tier 
Clubhouse Treehouse. It's the thing. reason that this exists. That's so. our logo, if anybody doesn't know. We've never, maybe we've mentioned it, but... Uh, ah, you spoiled it! Yep, sorry. Sorry, Kevin. What was the guy that listened to us? Keith? So. Um, it's Kevin. Um, so, following up on one of your quotes, you really liked how the kid yelled to call 911. Right. Yeah. So, so when he changes his clothes to goes undercover as prep douchebag, they it is not just a throwaway line. They the kid runs up to a payphone and goes, "Call nine one one." Yeah. (laughs) So that wasn't like like, Like, that had to have been in the script. Otherwise, why would they cut to the kid running to the phones? Yeah. The director was like, "No, we gotta film this." (laughs) Ridiculous. I thought that was line was fucking hilarious. It was so good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Quick uh, dial nine one (laughs) one. Yep, yep, yep. And then someone else just yells, yeah, rip it up. I think it was like one of the preppy jocks that yelled it or something. Yeah. Um, also, there's a scene where he jumps over some barbed wire fence, and I was like, oh, that's that's smart. He uses his skateboard to, like, pull the barbed wire down. But also, like, he so seamlessly just hops over it. And yeah. I'm like, all right, that was probably two feet tall. Not how that and, works. Uh, yeah. I mean, he had, And then he the other get, one was... Would have gotten shredded, because he didn't... He just oh, yeah. laid on the barbed wire. He didn't... Yeah. I thought that's what he was going to do is lay the skateboard down and then like like flip or something by laying on the top deck the, of the skateboard. The nope. stealth parts with him and the skateboard are comically and were visually comical where he's like sliding on the skateboard to go underneath that mobile trailer and you're just like what is this stupid shit? Yeah. Like <laughs> not needed. Not needed. But the other one too was like he goes to like he brings a thing of gas like he siphons gas out of a gas tank. And then blows up like part of the warehouse, like a propane tank in the warehouse dish, like where the medical supplies are. And he just grabs a pallet, a wooden pallet that has holes in it Mm -hmm. to protect himself from an explosion. Mm -hmm. And wooden pallets are flammable. So that's Mm -hmm. all I'm going to (laughs) say. And also the fact that he scoots the gasoline tank into the bigger gasoline tank. Um, lights the thing on fire and scoots it in there on his skateboard. You could have just thrown it. Instead, you yeah, left no. fucking clear evidence that you were here with your fucking skateboard unless that's yeah, somehow his just disintegrated. You've lost, yeah, you've lost your load of your mode of transportation now. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. that's why this movie, you could take the whole skater stuff out and I, it, a lot of this, at least because in one of our factoids, like the guy that taught, one of the guys that taught Christian Slater how to skateboard, which was Tommy Guerrero, he was getting paid five hundred dollars a day, which I would—that's pretty good. Five hundred dollars a day back in '89 to teach someone yeah. how to skateboard. So right. it sounds like the skaters and stuff got taken care of and all that. But you could have just totally taken that element completely out, and it still would have been a fine action mystery movie. Yeah, it was very much like you could tell that whole scene that he—the sneaky undercover spy business that he did you could tell that scene was written and then they're like okay wait how do we incorporate a skateboard in them yeah they're like ah shit yeah all right (laughs) the other thing that i want to say too is at one point in earlier in the movie his mom buys him like pads and a helmet and he's just uh, he's just like oh like thanks a lot like these are expensive thanks for buying these for me yeah because she said but the helmet is so stupid well she said in the beginning of that scene because he has a bruise somewhere or like a scuff 
on his arm. She's like, mm -hmm. I bet you got that skating. I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. Good, I do like very the perceptive mother. Um, I like the part. I don't know if it was like ad-libbed or if it was an accidental thing that they just worked with, but she's like, you're, you know, I'm, I'm so clumsy, but I see you on that skateboard and it makes me so proud, but he drops something at that point. And she oh. goes, well, most of the time you're, you're not clumsy. And I was like, oh, that doesn't feel that. like it was scripted. It doesn't feel like it was scripted at all. So I just looked up what $500 would be since you mentioned that's what they got paid in the day. That translates to $1,178 today. So that's a good that's pretty good. chunk of change for one day's work. Maybe eight hours. That's well, maybe more because it is movie set. Yeah. So over five grand a week. That's not mm -hmm. bad at all. So, right. Uh, but yeah, going back to the skateboard or the not the skateboard, but the helmet, the whole final act, he's in that helmet. Mm -hmm. And you're like, this is kind of he looks stupid and then in the interview that or not the interview but the lunch that tony hawk had with christian slater yeah. that was he goes that he goes i hated wearing that helmet he goes it just made me feel so much like a dork and it's just like he's like i've been rocking this hair this entire movie and then i gotta just wear a helmet at the end it looks he said really he thought bad. he looked like a penis so there you go yeah 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 <laughs> i didn't think so. it was that bad as far as dorky helmets can go because there are the bigger ones that are like an inch off your head and stuff but eh, yeah, it's the hair mitts so since, since half of christian slater is his hair then i understand his right uh, even as being it, older but, so yeah but um now do we want to go more into the factoids and stuff uh yeah i'm just double checking my notes uh we kind of hit our everything a little bit already so I mean, there is a great scene where the girlfriend is held hostage and he launches through a window. Christian Slater What was does. the point of that? He doesn't save her dad. He doesn't do anything. He just jumps through the window because it looked cool. Also, yep. her dad, spoilers, her dad gets shot and he doesn't make it. His right. death scene's pretty, he's pretty good acting. Like, because you hear good. the breathing and like he's mm -hmm. moving like he just got shot and you're like, oh, this is, that's the thing is you're like, this movie's like a happy-go-lucky skateboarding movie. Someone's dead shit okay there's a lot of deaths in this movie um so Too yeah. many. uh i do have some before we get into the factoids from the dvd itself the director said okay skateboard skateboarding is used as a metaphor for the movie and i don't remember what else he said because i stopped listening after that um yeah i would have too <laughs> what is but, it a metaphor for transportation so yeah during the behind the scenes thing though they did say the the um the uh narrator of it is like uh how they talk about who's playing christian slater as he's doing uh, stunts and stuff and right he mentioned i forget the guy's name it it wasn't rodney mullen but it was another skater and he's like and here he is the creator of the 540 degree turn known as the mick twist and <laughs> oh mike mcgill <laughs> yeah that was nuts. Uh, that was just bad. And uh, another thing on the DVDs, Christian Slater, this is another thing you can find on YouTube and stuff, mentions how Willie Nelson was on set for whatever reason, just hanging out. What? But everybody was flocking sure. around the skate advisor, uh, Stacy Peralta, because like all yeah. the SoCal kids knew Stacy Peralta and didn't yeah. give a shit about Stacey Willie Peralta. Nelson. Stacy Peralta. Yeah. yeah. So that was... That's funny. That was funny. Generational gap there, so... Yeah, yeah. Uh, so... I mean, yeah, I guess... I guess that... Since you brought it up, uh, let's see. So the guy that plays Yabo, which apparently his name is Max Perlich. I don't know what else he's been in. Uh, was actually a veteran skater before the movie started. Mm -hmm. So like he was a skater, but he just wasn't on. Uh, uh, he wasn't a member of the Bones Brigade, which was the uh, what was it? The Powell Peralta sponsored skate crew. 
which sure. you'll see you see it all throughout the whole, whole fucking movie right and uh but yeah yabo's doing most of his skating throughout all that and that's what i was gonna bring when they're coming over the hill like that's the scene where all the skaters are coming over the hill with the fucking pizza hut truck one of those skaters is Stacey, one of those extras in that wide scene is stacy peralta so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um yeah it, it's got some cool scenes despite how dorky it is here and there uh but yeah. and then we have here i noted this and made a note, if true, insanely detailed reference. Uh, Interesting if true. <laughs> yes, that stuff. Big if true. Um, yeah. But the song that Brian, Christian Slater's character, is listening to in his room, like on his Walkman uh, thing, like his headphones, he pulls it off. Which they make sure you can hear the lyrics. Yeah. Um, pulls it off. Apparently, that is the from... Uh, wait. first act. It's from the first act of the movie right now. Wait, hold on. Okay. I need to read my own note here. Uh, yeah, you're reading it wrong. So, <laughs> I don't think this is written correctly. Um, anyway, it is the song right now. I've copied the thing, but I think that's what it's supposed to be by the okay. artist Johnny Rad. And apparently Rad is a novelty punk artist played by Rob Roy Fitzgerald featured in the skate movie The Search for Animal Chin, a comedy skate video hybrid produced and featuring The Bones Brigade from 1987. So, like, they had a song from The Bones Brigade's movie playing in his headphones. I'm like, wow, somebody did some research or just, like, someone on set. Well, it was probably, what's his name? Uh, uh, Peralta. Peralta. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, he was probably like, hey, we're based based off of this song. Put it in there. Yeah. (laughs) Something insane like that. So, that's boy howdy yeah uh so yeah that's basically uh, we talked about christian jacobs we talked about but you know i mean mm -hmm. there's tons of factoids on the movie but get the dvd that scotty has and you can have all the fucking easter eggs apparently so (laughs) find a real dvd if but you know watch the price don't pay too much for this crap but uh don't pay true don't pay more than like ten dollars for this movie so (laughs) yeah if my internet wouldn't slow down the audio recording i would look it up and find out how much it is going for but it's uh enough um this thing right well also the reason i got it on walmart is it didn't say it was one of those third-party sellers like it was actually from walmart.com but no that mm, was i see a it lie. right now yeah that yeah was a lie. Seemed, they've got the same version that you're that you have for like 13 dollars on amazon it's part yeah. of an eight movie collection no it's not never mind what? no wait yeah it is hold on what are the other eight they got movies? one of those like eight movies collections uh it's not I showing me an expanded one. view should have got that. Uh, it's well, not in uh, here. They lied to me. Well, I was lied to as well. You saw the DVD. Um, Cyborg's in this movie. Ninja 3, The Domination. That movie's not great. So, oh, sorry. Don't know that one. Uh, yeah, but I... Let, let's see. So what are we rating this? How many kickflips out of five are you giving this thing? <laughs> oh, the version you have came out in 1999, apparently. Sure. There is no copyright on this at all. That's why it's so bad looking. So I don't know how Walmart got it, but they sold it to you. So yeah, there's no year on this anywhere. Uh, I'll give this movie uh, a happy in the middle three. I'll give it three kickflips out of five. Out of five it's about flips. it's average. It's entertaining. Uh, if you don't care about skating, you won't care about this. Maybe like this isn't a movie that uh, skaters may dig it because there are definitely some legit tricks in here. Like there's legit skating yeah. in here too. But this is not like ah you dig mysteries you'll dig this you know it's a product it's a u i mean for sure like like you saw said grow when you were growing up it's a usa movie 
Like it's a Sunday afternoon movie is what it is. Yes. hundred percent. Yes. Um, yeah. So, I mean, did, so you liked it though? You didn't, I mean, you, yeah, you yeah. said I mean, you fell movie, in love yeah. with Christian Slater because of this or something, right? I mean, it just reminded me of how great young Christian Slater was. Like, oh. I'm not talking about what was. Yeah. I what? didn't even mention this because you threw me off with, um, you saying he was the Jack Nicholson of somebody's time. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, he's clearly like when he was, uh, uh, when his brother was asking him in the beginning of the movie, like what, what your yeah. problem is or something. And he's like, here's what I think they're living yeah, under yeah. life. And he like goes, I'm like, why are you Jack Nicholson yeah. all of a sudden? It really, that, it really he was, was. He's very, yeah, he's very like, that's not like a thing I made up. Like people like he's Christian the Slater, Jack Nicholson. the actor known as being annoyed by stuff. <laughs> that is most. Yeah. Of here's the problem. Like, yeah, yeah. here's the thing, so, you know? Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, what's funny is apparently he was uh, the lead in the play version of One Flew of the Cuckoo's Nest. So there you go. Even more sense. Jack Nicholson. Loads so. of sense. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So. Okay. Uh, no, Christian movie's Slater great. In the Shining coming soon. <laughs> I'd wa- I would watch a version of The Shining with Christian Slater. I totally would. With him just as the killer. You're like, yeah. oh, yeah, that's great. So <laughs> maybe maybe as this character from Gleaning the Cube. So just The Shining, Skateboards, Christian Slater. Yep, oh, he just went on. insane from his brother and like the traumatic events that happened when he was in his teenage years. And he just became uh, a murderer up in this cabin in Colorado. The same universe, <laughs> even though The Shining took place like 10 years before. <laughs> This is in the Kubrick. Uh, who directed this movie? <laughs> Not him. Oh my god. Yeah. It, it, could you imagine this movie directed by Kubrick? <laughs> oh yeah. This the Kubrick cut of Gleaming the Cube. Here we go. Uh, anyway, we don't want this movie to be. We don't want this episode to be as long as the movie this time. So yeah. <laughs> Speak for yourself. I enjoyed oh, it. God. Uh, I I as recommend I. this movie as as a fun nostalgic thing. It's on Amazon. Watch um, it. Yeah, if you have that, or there is a free way to watch it. I'm 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 pretty confident we watched it on Tubi because we did watch it for free is it somehow. On Tubi? I'm pretty sure, but the tubals uh, might be on the tubals. You got it. You guys tubals? got it on. Yep. Yeah, it's maybe we need a goofy. sponsor. We need a sponsor from Tubi, from Shout Factory, maybe Vinegar Syndrome. Yes, it is also on Tubi. There you go. So there you go. Get the Slater. Slater Hold on, let's read. Let's, let's read what uh, let's read what Tubi says. Oh, uh, the two sixteen-year-old Brian, life is an empty pool and a skateboard until his brother is found dead and is declared a suicide. Brian knows it better than the police, so he skates off. Brian, note, wait, what? Brian huh? knows it better than yeah, the police. Yeah, please get it right because I'm gonna get this tattooed on my back. What? No, he said. I'm reading it right. He said the next line says Brian knows it better than the police, so he skates off to investigate the murder himself. That sentence is really bad. Like, Say, wait, hold on. Say that again. Sorry. Brian knows it better than the police, so he skates off to investigate the murder himself. He knows it. I knows know. what? The previous what the sentence? sentence doesn't say an it. Like He knows the pool better than the police. Fuck him. Sure, whatever. Watch yeah. this movie. Gleam in the well, cube. Yeah, fuck the police. Uh, next time, <laughs> we're keeping the skate, scream, scre- extreme uh. sports uh rad time x games we're watching the disney channel original movie brink so this is the one i'm not excited for so get your i don't think i'm ready. gonna like it and oh fam that's only you and rachel <laughs> yeah well we're gonna be ready then uh <laughs> you better be in the cosplay next time we record i uh if you're getting a little bit of static <laughs> 
<laughs> Don't touch that dial. Because you're right where you need to be, baby. You're in the static zone. Uh, I don't have a quote to end yeah, what, on, so... What better way to end it than just going right into the ending? I don't... I got nothing. I, I forgot. I gotta turn my air back on. I stopped recording, so we're good. <laughs> Fan-fucking-tastic. Oh, you brighten up a room just by leaving it. Jesus. Thanks, Dad. See ya. Adults are predictable. They expect you to behave as though what you do today is gonna have an effect on where you'll be in 30 years. I mean, it's ridiculous to think that there's going to be anything in 30 years. I don't know what's worse, you know? Being blown up in a nuclear war or having a 7-Eleven on every corner. You want it to be just like you? I think maybe if I had your haircut, I could sell more policies? Or maybe if I had your mouth, I could close okay, the deal every okay. day? Give him a break. Giving him too many. We love you, you know? Yeah, they don't know what to think of me. Maybe I am as bad as they say. Who says? Everyone. You're different. They're living under this illusion that life as we know it is going to continue forever. I'm in trouble. You got a B-plus in calculus? It's just murder. It was an accident. They killed my brother. You're not listening to me. No, you're the one who's not listening. It was a suicide. They killed my brother. No one knows anything except a kid on a skateboard. It happened right here. I'm no. not lying. You gotta hear what it sounds like from where I'm standing. Everybody knows that you're blaming yourself for the way that he died, but I want you to know that your friends, they still think about you. Somebody had to shake their tree. You said so yourself. Oh, yeah. By the rules. You got your team, I got mine. I guess we all do unexpected things sometimes, don't we? Booming the cube. Oh, I thought you were putting it in the chat. Gotcha. No, because I won't see it there. Okay. Um. Oops. <laughs> Whoopsie doodles. There we go. Yeah. Housekeeping. <laughs> Mommy, me, me, that was a good burp. Oh, did it actually pick it up? Yeah, that was really good. Nothing but class here at Static Zone. <laughs> I was retro, recording that too. That's a 1989 burp for you, kids. I think I'm gonna keep this in, and I'm gonna clip just this part and put it on social media. Just yeah, it's just <laughs> nothing but class. <laughs> Gross. All right, let's go. <laughs> okay, we'll go ahead and start in three. Oh. I was lifting furniture yesterday and just like went like this and just destroyed my biceps. Tri triceps? Uh -oh. Triceps, biceps? Tri yeah, triceps, triceps are on top. Triceps. Oh, yeah. If you try biceps. to get by, you'll get trapped, was what I've heard from a dude that lifted a lot. Mm -hmm. Never heard that. Yeah, <laughs> That's the name of the dude podcast. <laughs> real cool, real cool gym talk here. Um, yeah. <clears throat>